with Gina and Zena. Hi, I'm Zvex. Covert Go Gina. And today we are going over March of the Machine, episode eight, Ren and Eight by Kay Arsenault Rivera. We thank you so much for all of your support this far. We've had so much growth in the channel. Make sure that you share all of our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. All right, Gina, take us into episode eight. Where are we? We are hanging out with Ren. And Ren used to think that wherever she went, she'd be home because she'd always have a tree or be able to find another tree. Newfrexia sucks. There's like nothing natural here. And it is a nightmare for a dryad. She hates it here. And she hates that she's going to die here. She isn't really afraid of dying, but she is afraid of failing. And she wonders if her plan to bond with the invasion tree and find Teferi will even work. She hasn't heard the invasion tree sing the whole time she's been here. So what if he rejects her? She's feeling like she's very green and of the 21st century. And Phyrexia is not of this world. So very unsure if we're going to see an energy efficient tree in our future. Chandra is still sprinting with Ren toward the tree, sometimes using fire to incinerate stuff flying at them, but she's in rough shape. And Koth is also struggling, but doing his best to cover for them. And then this sharp tendril shoots through the air and through Malira's stomach. We are on the struggle bus. If we are setting up this scene, we are setting up to probably run into something else really awful right now. I can just tell from the writing, things are going bad and they're probably not going to get better. So what is it? What's worse than the struggle bus? Nissa says, you should have taken our offer. And barbed vines come at them. Chandra tries to like send back a half-hearted fireball. It doesn't do anything because it. I don't think she really put her heart into it at all. And uh, it's basically like, oh crap, it's like coming right at her and she has to tuck and roll to avoid the impact. Nissa is a killing machine. Koth like fists a platform to make a barricade to try and buy them some time. And it doesn't really slow her down because Nissa is lifting herself up with a bridge of roots and she's sending out sharp branches to stab anyone in her way. And that's Mirans and Phyrexians. She does not care. And Ren keeps thinking, like, fire would melt all of this, but Chandra's refusing to even look back at Nyssa. So Ren finally says something to her. She's like, like, you don't want to hurt her, do you? And at first Chandra says nothing. So Ren continues, like, look, she'd never want to hurt you, so isn't keeping her from doing that what she would want? And this does, like, kind of stop Chandra a little bit. She starts to respond, but... She gets grabbed from behind, and now she's dangling in the air by her ankle by a big root. Why are so many people dangling in the air by their foot in this series? <laughs> that was the same thought that I had. It's, uh, oh, it's suspended before our death. Is suspend coming back as a mechanic? Probably not. <laughs> in any case, when she gets grabbed, she drops Ren, and Amirin picks her up and keeps running. And they play past the baton, and every time somebody gets cut down, they fling Ren into the air to be caught by the next person and just keep running her closer to the tree. And Ren thinks to herself, like, humans don't know unity. Like, we didn't even train for this. Look how awesome they're doing. Malira has Ren almost to the tree, but Ren protests, like, she can't do this without Chandra's help. And Malira points out, well, Chandra is busy being choked out by Nissa's vines. 
Um, I'll do my best to help you get set up. And Malira's hand glows and sends some strength into Ren. And it feels like rain and sun. It takes a lot out of Malira, though, so she just kind of collapses against the tree. Yeah, go, go, green magic, but I gave you all of my life source, so now I am weak. So this is your big moment, Ren. Uh, Ren closes her eyes and focuses on making introductions with the tree. Uh, oh, I got to use the name he likes, Realm Breaker. It'd be rude if I didn't use it. And her roots kind of go into the tree to meld with it, and evil oil swirls on them. And it feels bad. There's no song, and the tree doesn't want her there. But she's not leaving. She's got a job to do. So she sings. She sings about lovely trees from all sorts of planes. And Realm Breaker's like, you don't belong. And Ren feels pain because her insides are like being twisted and pulled. And she's starting to lose control of her own internal fire. And worries she's going to burn herself up before she can do her job. She really wishes Chandra was here because Chandra could speak fire. So she tries to think at the fire like, could you please just burn things that are not me? That would be great. Right now, she's thinking about how Chandra would probably tell her to breathe, but that's not the type of advice that's going to help her right now in this tree bonding experience that's going on. So she does think about how Chandra did say, well, you might not be able to control fire, but you can shape it. So this little nugget of information comes back to her, and Ren tries to use this to shape the fire to her advantage. There's some great timing, and suddenly... There's a gold flash behind Nyssa, and light explodes from her mouth and eyes. I literally thought she had gotten stabbed in the head, but I guess that's not the case. But something bad happened to Nyssa. She drops Chandra. Elspeth catches her, brings her to Ren, and then presumably goes off to fight some more. You know what all <laughs> of the gold flashes have been up until this point in the story? They've been from Elspeth's sword or her wings or her glitter or her godsend. So when I went back and reread this paragraph, I'm pretty sure Elspeth is a light that's swooping in from above, is striking Nyssa in some way, which is flashing and blinding her to get her to drop Chandra. Oh, okay. I wonder. So I, I, the, the repetitive gold flashes, that was the exact same words that were used in the previous chapter. And similarly to the Wanderer Kyodai scene as well. So Chandra is like hacking and coughing, but she goes into coach mode. Uh, first, she assures Ren, you're doing a good job. And then she advises Ren on that whole fire shaping thing. Then it gets very internalized from here on out for most of the story. Ren goes into her mind palace. <laughs> she, she sees this landscape with a lake of black oil around a glowing tree and Bubbles try to get her to join them, but she's not going to do that. And in her glowing tree, she imagines a girl who sings fire flowing from her lips. And, and eventually, she hears like a tiny whisper of green in the darkness. And she finds a tiny sapling and hears his song. Yay! So she, she fires up a path to him and makes a circle of flaming trees around him that are as big as mountains for protection. All of this <laughs> is totally fine. This is how a seed is being made. Like, we're getting some real weird descriptions here. Thank you, wizards. So Ren sings to the sapling to grow, and he grows impossibly tall with a big, booming warrior's chant. He's so handsome. She's so proud of him. And she says, hello, eight. Let's introduce you to Teferi. 
she's grafted herself onto this like very innocent natural soul of the tree and they don't have a lot of time to get to know each other well uh but does help him grow like 300 years of growth in seconds superpowers yeah (laughs) she wasn't sure she'd know how to guide eight once she got in this position but he seems to know what to do as long as she lends him her power and so eight is like reaching for the new planes and darkness is being filled with light and Ren sees the many planes struggling in battle and eight wants to help them. But she's like, well, we got to find Teferi to help everybody. And so she feels her way to a place out of sight that time cannot touch where no one would think to look. And she finds it. That was easy. Uh- <laughs> Just like that. There it is. We found this mysterious place. I think of like the what is that? The what if series or what is that Marvel where I'm thinking of where it's the end of time? You know what I'm talking about? I can't even think of I haven't of... watched that series yet. <laughs> Dang. Have you seen everything all at once, everywhere all at once? Yeah. Okay, well, how about like that, where the everything bagel, I just think of them going to a place where this everything bagel is, and then boom, Ren just got there like that. It was no problem for her. It does feel like that. This is just mysterious place no one can get to, but she figures it out. And so Eight stabs a big old branch to make a hole big enough for a dude to walk through. And since uh, Ren can't come through herself, she just like calls through the hole like, Hey, Teferi, it's Ren. You busy? Like, could you please come save the multiverse? (laughs) We need your help now. Thanks. Bye. Teferi is hanging out in this beautiful plane full of brave warriors and a queen. And he's like, oh, Ren, you found me. What can I do for you? And Ren's like, we need a great hero. And Teferi says, I'm looking at a great hero. Look at you, girl. It took me decades to find this place. You did it in no time. I love like, Teferi's just pumping Ren up like, hey, look at the look at yourself in the mirror. You doing it. <laughs> Ren's like, Teferi, that's nice, but we don't have time. Teferi can make time. And that's exactly what seems to happen, because she winks out of existence to a cold, dark place. And when she's back, she sees a whole army amassed before her. How did all these people get ready so fast? She realizes the best way to help the fight would be to push the two planes toward one another until New Phyrexia gave and then leave Zalfir in its place. But she also knows this is going to end Ren and Eight. So sh- she does ask Teferi, like, I I want not just you to go through the portal, but please, like, bring your whole army. And he tries to talk her out of it. And she's not having it because uh, it's already taking a lot of her bravery to do this. She does not want anyone even trying to talk her out of it. They have a really sweet interaction here where Ren says, it was so nice to meet you, Teferi. I hope I remember you. And Teferi smiles and says, I'll always remember my friend, the great hero, Ren. And then and she does what she does best. She grows. Yeah. She closes her eyes and grows. And Ren and Eight make the portal ginormous. The army sees the great battle taking place on the other side. It's been many years since they were called to war, but Zalfir is more than ready to kick some ass. And we had a little bit of foreshadowing back in episode five that I didn't mention then, but I'm going to mention now. When Ren first mentions this whole tree plan, it says in the story, this could be the last tree Ren ever joins. 
So keep that in mind, because now episode eight is over. Yeah, she she knew that this was going to be like uh, a sacrificial mission, but she wanted to do that for the multiverse. But she does hint to Teferi, like, I hope that no matter what happens in the future, my name will be in your memory. And he assures her, of course, you're always a hero. I've always seen you that way. And there seems to be a glimmer of hope, a hint that there's another possible way that Ren will be able to move on, even if something happens to the tree. I'm not really sure if she's going to be able to make it or not. I guess we'll find out. Guess you're going to have to keep tuning into story time with Gina and Zena. Gina, what was your favorite quote or uh, part of this story? When Chandra first gets to Ren, uh, she asks Ren, like, Ren, are you still in there? Which is a very valid concern because everyone gets completed that touches the oil. And Ren says, I am. Realmbreaker is trying to convince her that there is no Ren, but she knows that that's a lie. So long as the multiverse is in danger, there is still a Ren. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Chandra and Ren really have this friendship that helps Chandra fill the void from Nyssa. To, I don't think Chandra would have the strength to do everything she's doing without Ren. Yeah, they're definitely what each other needs to be heroes and save the day right now. Like, they each have the thing that the other needs to feel confident and like we can do this thing. I'm always loving the the nice, happy, warm, glowy moments of the story. So my favorite part has got to be when Teferi smiles and says, whatever remains of me will always remember my friend, Ren. So even if he's just a wrinkle in time, Tefri will still remember Ren as his friend. So all the friendship feels with Ren. You know, they had their own side story earlier to like establish this good relationship. <laughs> yeah, because before we've just seen Ren and Six and Ren as Seven as very powerful cards in modern and a pumpkin head. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Do you have a favorite image from this story? I think my favorite image has got to be the one where I think is that Malira who's taking Ren to the tree with I don't know who those people are. Who's the guy in the white hair? Um I don't know. Uh but I, it's definitely all the Mirans and I didn't realize that there were so many different like Types like there's even an elephant back here. <laughs> yeah, kind of I, the, I didn't really notice the image while I was reading it. It was while you were summarizing stuff that it really gave me a chance to stop and look and notice everything in it. And it, I love the coming together of a community, just like all of you listening to story time with Gina and Zena. Oh, huh. <laughs> what was your favorite photo from this series? I, I definitely liked the pass the baton photo for the same reasons that you gave, because it just shows so much the um, putting somebody else's needs before your own for the good of all. But I, I also like uh, the last one of her growing with the tree. Like it's her it's her last big shot to grow with a tree. And it's it's her like uh, 
her last song. And uh, I think that's really beautiful. A great final song. And now our final dance and our final wave. On to episode nine. 